Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezicki. Mike Kapler here along with uh, Joel Brzezicki. Thanks for listening again to Growing in Grace. We're going to take a few minutes here and just uh, hopefully encourage you in your walk with Christ and, and hopefully kind of learn together about what you know about what the gospel really is and Joel we've been spending quite a bit of time I guess here recently talking about our identity in Christ and we'll probably continue to do that in some way shape or form uh, at least uh, during some of our programs but um, uh, there's so many other ways we can go from here but I think one thing that we had kind of touched on and didn't really elaborate on during the last program was the subject of confession so maybe that's something we can get into today. I do confess that would be a good thing to talk about today, <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Probably the best I could come up with. <laughs> Look, there's no room for humor in the gospel, pal. <laughs> well, um, what about First John 1, 9? Don't we have to confess our sins in order to be forgiven? And actually, right now I'm reading from the gracewalk.org uh, frequently asked questions section. If you're on uh, gracewalk.org, there's a little tab up at the top, FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, and uh, this question comes up there, and and Steve McVeigh does a nice job here of of talking about that word confess in 1 John 1.9. I grew up, you know, hearing that verse all the time. I don't know if, uh, before I get into this, Cap, if you have any comments, anything that you've thought of in regards to confessing sin. Well, I do, but I want to just—I just want to kind of ride your coattail here, Joel. <laughs> you know, but I love frequently uh, asked questions uh, sections, those FAQs, because that's where I always go. It seems like no matter what website I'm on, spiritual or otherwise, I've always got a question I need answered. And uh, who better to do it than than somebody like Steve McVeigh? But uh, you know, confession, Joel. I spent so much of my time <laughs> as a, as a younger Christian. And um, I guess it's the way I was taught. I spent a lot of my time as a, as a Christian confessing to God because, um, you see, when I got saved, uh, the, bless his heart, the person who led me to the Lord, and I'm so thankful that he did, one of the first things that he told me, and keep in mind I was just a child at the time, and, and he was just a teenager, but this is what we had been taught, like a lot of Christians. Um, he said, all right, because I felt so clean after I confessed Christ and became a Christian, even at the age of 10 or whatever. I just felt good. And uh, this guy told me, he said, now, if, if you slip up or, you know, you, 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 you know, really kind of make a mistake or sin or whatever, just uh, ask God to forgive you. And then just keep trying harder from there on, you know. And so that was the mentality I had was kind of always wiping the slate clean with my confession and then trying again. And, of course, always falling again. And you get to the point eventually where I don't think I'm confessing everything that I'm doing wrong. And so you kind of throw out this blanket confession prayer where everything kind of gets covered, hopefully. And then you say, okay, God, I'm really sorry this time and I want to start all over again here. I'm really going to try hard. And it was just kind of a burden. It was almost similar in some respects to sacrificing animals like what they used to do in the Old Covenant. I was always bringing this sacrifice of confession to God and uh, going out and trying again and then always having to come back and do it again. And and I just always felt so, I guess, it it, it just reflected, I guess, 
a lot of guilt in my life. And, and so it became quite a burden and, and became very frustrating to the point where I got tired of confessing all the time. And pretty soon some people just sort of say, man, I can't do this anymore. And, and, yeah, and I've been there too. Yeah, and sometimes what that leads to, of course, is what some would call a backslidden state or, or, you know, they just really don't really want God in their life right now or, you know, they feel so guilty that they don't know that they can, they can you know, live up to whatever expectations have been set for them. That really does, and, and it's a hard place to be when, when you're, really your whole focus is on, is on your sins. It's, it's not really on, on Jesus Christ himself, but your whole focus, your whole life is based upon which sins have I done and which sins have I confessed and which sins am I clean of, and it's a whole roller coaster ride throughout the life. And, you know, I, I've thought about in the past, maybe I should do this someday, just making a list, maybe going through some scriptures, making a list of, of different things that the Bible calls sin, you know, because as, as Christians we're supposed to be focused on sin. <laughs> no, uh, but <laughs> to just just kind of make a list and just to uh, to give people an idea of all the various things that are sin. And have you really confessed each sin that's listed here? And then you know to just you know to kind of make the point that. There, there's no way that we can confess every single sin that we've ever committed. And, uh, well, that, that brings me then to what about First John 1, 9? Don't we have to confess our sins in order to be forgiven? And, and what it says here on the uh, Grace Walk website, I'll just take a minute or two and read it here. One of the most common misconceptions in Christianity today is that we have to continually confess our sins in order to be forgiven. This belief is contrary to the plain teachings of the Scriptures. Is this to say that confession is not important? Absolutely not. We do not oppose confession. We believe Christians should confess their sins. However, we do believe that the biblical doctrine of confession needs to be properly understood. Confess is from the Greek word homolegio, which literally means same word. It is commonly translated uh, as to say the same thing. When we confess our sins to God, we are agreeing with him that we have sinned according to his word. Therefore, confession is not coming to God and saying, Oh God, I have sinned. I am a a dirty, rotten, no good sinner. Please forgive me just one more time. True confession is like this. Father, I agree with you that I have sinned. Thank you that I am forgiven. And I ask you to remind me of the reality of the fellowship that I truly have with you. It is important to understand that confession is primarily for us. And and then it goes on just, you know, with another paragraph. But if you want to read that, it's at the website, gracewalk.org, on the FAQ section. Well, that's good, Joel. Uh, that's what I love about, you know, the Grace Walk Ministries and, and Steve McVeigh in particular is he, he has such a way of being able to bring some of these things to life where we we may have been taught to believe one thing that may be completely erroneous. I can remember being in a group of people one time. I was speaking to a group, actually, a fairly small group, maybe a couple dozen people. But I, I had come into this uh, better understanding, I guess, of, of uh, the proper place for confession in the Christian life compared to what I was just talking about before, where it was such a burden for me, you know, to, to get forgiven, so to speak. Um, but I remember asking for a show of hands one time with this group and said, how many, how many people here really have absolutely no unconfessed sin in their life? You confessed absolutely everything you've ever done wrong. 
and believe it or not, one hand went up, <laughs> which really surprised me. And so I thought, boy, I had my work cut out for me to try to explain to people what this was all about. The other thing, because I used to rely so heavily on First John one nine uh, in. That, that, that bondage that I was walking in that I was talking about a few minutes ago. Some, somebody else that I had heard teach from a grace perspective, Joel, on First John 1, 9, was something, and I'm not a Greek scholar, I'm not even going to pretend to be, but something that they had said was that, uh, that, you know, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, that the word sins or sin is um, actually not a, a verb but a noun. In other words, instead of instead of specific sins, it was perhaps referring to a, a condition of sin, the fallen nature of man, which brings us back to Romans chapter 10, that if you confess Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you'll be saved. In other words, the teaching that I was listening to at that time was um, was trying to communicate that there is a confession that's required. It's a confession of Jesus Christ, uh, admitting your need for him to cover your sin and, and to, to come into this, this uh, revelation of righteousness that we've been talking about for so many different programs. Yeah, and it's, it's acknowledging the finished work of Jesus Christ, that, that Christ did all the work needed uh, for our forgiveness and for our salvation. Christ, Christ did it all, and so when we, when we believe that with our heart, when we confess, when we agree with that, when we acknowledge that uh, with our mouth, that's when we come to our state of being saved, of salvation, uh, no longer having the wrath of God upon us, and rather instead being made righteous. And all this uh, kind of makes me think as well about uh, the, quote, sinner's prayer. And I don't think there's anything wrong with leading somebody to Christ with the sinner's prayer. I mean, there's various forms of it, but basically you uh, confess to God that you're a sinner, you confess that you need Jesus, and then you uh, repent of your sin, and then you receive the, the free gift of, of salvation in Christ Jesus. But salvation doesn't have to come through a prayer. Again, nothing wrong with saying a prayer, nothing wrong with saying, you know, all of these things, but, you know, I, I see so many people thinking, did I say that prayer right? Did I do it right? What about uh, certain words? Did I really mean these certain words when I said them, when I said the, the sinner's prayer? Uh, and then you, you, you kind of, maybe you have an altar call at church and you go forward. I've seen people go forward time after time after time thinking this time uh, they're going to be saved. This time I'm really going to do it. This time, you know, this is it. And then uh, something happens, they fall they don't know if they've confessed their sins right or whatever, and they go back again the next time, whereas it's just the, the, the one thing, just believing and agreeing with the fact that Jesus paid the price, and you're saved. You believe that in your heart, and all the work has been done by him. Yeah, we've, we've put God in a box as to how we even have to get saved sometimes, and I mean, Romans chapter 10, that if, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. And that's what we've been talking so much about, Joel, is that we are forgiven from that point on, past, present, and future. And, you know, this message I was talking about where somebody was, was giving a grace perspective on confession, something I had never heard before, I think that was one of the very first messages I had heard as I came toward the grace walk. And it just set me free. It was so great. And, you know, we're going to be running out of time. We've got about, I don't know, a minute, maybe 90 seconds here, Joel. And um, 
I think this is something we could elaborate on a little bit more in the next program because there 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 are places for confession. It can be good for the soul. It, you know, even even finding a, a good brother or sister in Christ that you can talk with and and kind of get some things out emotionally, or get them off your chest and so forth. Um, not to get forgiven, but um, sometimes it can just be a great release valve. And, and so there, there's some areas where confession can be a real good thing. It's just that in my life, I had used it, I think, for all the wrong reasons. Right, exactly. Uh, me too. And, you know, the Bible does talk about confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. I mean, there is there is healing in confession of sin. But again, like you say, it has nothing to do with us. Uh, it, we're not healed because God you know, comes back and forgives us again. Uh, we're healed because our souls have have uh, been have, we've been able to allow our souls to free ourselves of the burden that we were carrying uh, just by talking about it by letting it out uh, with somebody else. Hmm. This one went by pretty fast, as they usually do. We want to say thanks to uh, everyone who may be listening to us here on Growing in Grace. My name is Mike Kapler, Joel Brzezinski on the other end there. And um, we're from Iowa. We work at a Christian radio station called KWOF. You can find us online at kwof.com. We're just a couple of regular guys who just enjoy talking about the gospel of peace. And uh, hopefully um, we'll be able to continue to do this. Joel, I guess I'll let you wrap things up here for this program. And We'll hopefully uh, catch all of these good friends listening next time, too. Well, thanks a lot for listening. You can find out more about Grace Walk Ministries at gracewalk.org. There's an online community forum where you can share your thoughts and maybe ask uh, ask some questions, get some things answered, or uh, share your perspective at gracewalk.org. Thanks for listening, and we hope to be with you again next week. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.